0: Welcome to the forecast to my right, AP18 himself, Alex, how you doing?
1: Hello, everybody.
0: And to my left, GW himself, Garrett, how you doing? Doing good. It's the Wednesday Comics forecast. This is for March 6, 2019, the first Wednesday in March. Uh, Coming in March, hot like a lion. Going to leave it small like a lamb, right, Alex?
1: You know it, of course.
0: (laughs) 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 Whoever knows. Image Comics, here we go first. The book Uh, we... uh, Hope gets back in the swing of things, so hopefully with this issue. Rick Remender, Wesley Craig, Deadly Class number thirty seven, never go back, part two of five. Get ready for the wildest night in Tokyo as Saya gets one chance to escape the clutches of her psycho Yakuza brother Kenji. Uh what do we think, Alex? Uh pretty sweet cover, but is the inside gonna be uh worth it?
1: It is, a, it is a very sweet cover, but I I am still a little burnt from uh, issue 36. I was expecting a whole new arc run for us. And as it is, we're just kind of getting refreshed on what, uh, as fans and readers, we already know. I'm hopeful for 37 to blow my socks off and to, to get the ball rolling again. But I also don't know if I can expect that from this book. I think Rick Remender's been a little busy. Most of his other books are kind of... Uh, off somewhere else. Either they haven't been coming out MIA. or they've been delayed. They are M I A. You are right. They are wall I don't know where to find them. I'm hoping this is a book that gets me back on track, but I don't know if I can guarantee that for those readers and listeners who are hoping that I know best. I don't. Yeah, M I A. Just the weatherman. A
0: wall SOL. You're a lot of things here with this book. So hopefully mm-hmm. uh We get back on track because I am looking forward to uh, some good Deadly Classic. A book that was, at one point, me and Alex's favorite book of the year, and then the next year, all three of ours. So uh, hopefully it gets back to that point. Die number four. Yeah, it would be nice. Man, I love those days. Man, I should go back and reread the beginning of that. Uh, Die number four. This is Karen Gillen, Stephanie Hans, Fantasy Heartbreaker. This is part four. Uh, Karen, what do we think? Die? How's Die going so far?
2: uh die is it's a lot of fun because it's a concept of a comic that's never been done before i feel which is like a dungeons and dragons but like actually living the fantasy out in comic book format where they kind of, it's kind of like jumanji you know where they get sucked into the game they have to live out the game um and i've really enjoyed it i think the story like each character they built as a character is really interesting, and you know, it's kind of weird that uh, I can't remember the one boy's name how like he stays in there basically his whole life because he loves Saul so much. Saul, it's pretty cool.
0: Uh, is die die is the singular form of dice? Is Am I correct? Uh, I think so. So, why is it called die and not dice? There's multiple die in this, this comic, so.
1: But isn't his die, the Dungeon Master die, isn't that like the most powerful mm, die?
0: You would think, huh? You would think. Gasolina number 16, <laughs> Sean McWitch, Nico Walter. Uh, Garrett, what do you think? Gasolina, uh, as you called it, it is Sicario meets uh, Chlorofield. I think that's what you said.
2: Yep. Um, and still sticking true to that, I think uh, you know we're getting some new characters in this book right now. But the creatures are getting more and more terrifying with each issue. And uh, the story is becoming much more of a thriller because there's a lot more uh, gang involvement than the, in the beginning. So a lot of things are coming to a head. And it's, uh, it's pretty crazy when you're dealing with like real-life gang wars, but you throw in the mix of monsters. So it's uh, definitely a battlefield right now.
0: Paper Girls 26, this is Brian K. Vaughn. Cliff Chang, uh, new story arc. The countdown to the series finale starts here. After surviving uh, after surviving adventures in the past, present, and future, the Paper Girls of 1988 embark on one last journey, a five-part epic that will conclude in the double-sized 30th issue in July. Alex, what do you think? The end of Paper Girls, the end of Brian K. Vaughn and Cliff Chang on this book.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm sad that this team is going away, but I'm also kind of excited. I think this is one of those books that has always, it's always been strong. And yet I haven't always understood what was going on now. As we're getting near the end, I'm understanding the, uh, the main gist of what the book is entitling. Um, but I think I'm going to miss this art the most. Like I loved when Chang was on the art for, uh, one woman in new 52 those first 35 issues were uh, phenomenal this book always looks amazing colors are always fantastic artwork itself is great and the story is fun it's just it's it's weirder than i had expected and i like a weird book as much as the next person um so i, I think I'm, I'm ready for these last five issues or whatever they have in store for us and let's bring it on let's see if they can wrap this bad boy up in a nice bow
0: uh, Walking Dead number 189. I know none of us get this still, but I wanted to bring up something here. Uh, Robert Kirkman and uh, Charlie Allred. Dave Stewart on colors. Lines are drawn. Chaos has came to the Commonwealth. Of course it did, because that's what happens in every one of these fucking books. All right, here we go. Next one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, i wanted to see if anything different was happening it's the same shit i read over and over again so black hammer 45 from the world the black hammer number one this is jeff lemire ray Haw- fox excuse me matt kent on art really uh during the golden age of superheroes an elite air force called uh the black hammer squadron was forced to fight the access powers with occult threats from the German side, this team must save a family of scientists from the Nazis, but a mysterious and dangerous ghost hunter is hot on their trail from the world of Black Hammer. Comes a truly gripping tale of war and intrigue. Uh, so, um, obviously, Black Hammer Squadron is based on Black Blackhawks, uh, so we get to see a little of that kind of uh, throwback. Uh, Garrett, what do we think? Black Hammer 45, Matt Kent, Jeff Lemire, Ray Fox working together.
2: Um, I think we can say right away off the get-go that it's going to be an amazing creative team. Uh, Matt Kent is a really great writer. Um, he is pretty good at, it. I mean, his art is amazing. Like, I think at Department H. Um, I think, you know, we've gotten a future Black Hammer story, but we haven't got one in the past. So it's pretty cool. We get to break some new ground seeing these, uh, golden age heroes in next time going against the axis and, uh, you know,
0: being superheroes. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, it's always good when these two work together and also Ray's a good writer, too. So we'll see. It looks interesting. It looks a little different from what we've seen so far. It takes place in the past. It's a kind of a World War II book. Uh, but who knows what was going on in 45 in Black Hammer's world. So. Uh, DC Comics, nothing in IDW this week, Alex. No Turtles. Uh, I saw also no. Turtle-less this week. Uh, they must have taken a rest. They're hibernating still. Uh, of course. Do that's turtles right. hibernate?
1: Uh, they, d- yes. Essentially, they do.
0: Uh, in their shells, obviously, because that's where the house is. Of course. Adventures of, course. You know of the Super Suns, this is number 8 of 12. Peter J. Tomasi, Carlos Mulberry, Matt Serentoli, and Dan, more on that cover. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Adventures of the Super Sun, Are you keeping up with this?
1: You, you know what? I really am not but thanks for
0: asking. <laughs> Alex, What about, I mean, Garrett, what about you? Um,
2: Adventure of the Super Sons is so much fun because John's not almost a young, like, he's not almost like 21 years old. Uh, he's the same age as Damien. Um, so it's continuing off of their relationship. They started, uh, you know, sans this rebirth era. Um, again, it's another misfortune that John has to grow up because of Bendis. Um, but, It is fun reading this series because I think it's the best these two characters will ever be together.
0: Batman 66, like I told, uh, I'll repeat this joke that only Alex heard. Batman 66, is that uh, 1966? (laughs) What's up? (laughs) Tom (laughs) King, Jorge, Jorge... Mikhail Janin ran on that cover there. The nightmare storylines continue. Something or someone is forcing Batman to live some of the darkest of his darkest fears, amplifying the Dark Knight's anxieties and reimagining some of the worst of his worst traumas. Now that the Batman has been aware of the nature of these delusions, uh, he must find a way to break through and find out the source of his disruption. So how does... He turned in for it. Who, who does he turn for the answers? Why the question, of course, but Vic Sage just is another fragment of the Cape Crusader's imagination, or is he? It says, uh, Alex, what do we think? Uh, continuing the nightmare storyline,
1: uh, I, th- I think I speak for at least Garrett and I, and I think I feel maybe even Marvin. Uh, I don't care about the nightmare storyline so far. This has actually been one of the weaker arcs that Tom King has given to us. Um, I'm hoping in the long run, this, this arc really does feed into the end of this book. Um, And who knows, maybe this issue really will turn it around and be like, wow, that was super strong. But being the skeptic that I am, I'm sure that I won't be as impressed as I could be by something with a little more (laughs) guidance towards what I want, but it's fine for what it is. I mean, the art looks great. I still trust Tom King. I'm just a little on the fence on whether or not this is really worth my time.
2: Well, it's just, we're spending so much time on this nightmares arc and we already had to get it extended because Tom King left the book for two issues. I'm ready to get to the next part of the story.
0: I as you know, I am the uh, connoisseur over here, so I love this book. And uh, these are great. This is a great arc, probably uh, arc of the year. Who knows? I'm just kidding. It's been a little drag. So move on a little bit. Hopefully, I don't know what's next, but hopefully, we continue with the Bane, Catwoman, Batman storyline. So. Um, who knows? Bane might be a uh, poisonous guy. We don't know what's going on. Doomsday Clock, number 9 to 12, Jeff Johns, Gary Frank. Uh, the critically acclaimed series, My Master Storytellers Jeff John and Gary Frank, reaches its most shocking chapter yet, when the DC Universe collides with its greatest threat, Dr. Manhattan. But nothing is hidden from Manhattan, and seeing the secrets of the past, present, and future will rock the very foundation of the DC Universe. Uh, Garrett, what do we think? Doomsday Clock number nine. We got a Legion uh, ring right in the cover there. What's going to happen? Uh,
2: Doomsday Clock has been amazing. One of the best Watchmen sequels I've ever read. Um, I'm super excited to see what happens next in I can't I still have five issues left. Um, it has been coming out very slow, but to get a whole issue of Gary Frank Art with Jeff John's story, totally worth it. i um, marionette and mime are amazing um spoiler i haven't been reading new day clock but dr manhattan's back in the book Sands, i think issue seven he came back um and that's very interesting because i think we're leading up to the point where not only are dc heroes going to meet dr manhattan for the first time but we're going to see uh how the comedian interacts with them um and some other classic watson characters
0: Green Lantern number five, Grant Morrison, Liam Sharp, a uh, black star at Zenith. Hal Jordan has the men of the Green Lantern Corps to join the black stars, but to do so, he'll need to convince their leader, uh, Countess Belzabeth, and pass the initiation test, which means he must survive a series of trials on the vampire planet Vor, whose entire population wants to feast upon him. It's cosmic goth at its bloodiest with a cliffhanger that's even bloodier. Alex, what do you think? Green Lantern, Grant Morrison, Liam Sharp. How's it going so far? Five issues in.
1: In all honesty, it's actually been pretty good. It's one of those books that I, it's it's not like any other Green Lantern that I've ever read. Not that I'm well-versed in my Green Lantern lore, but uh, going from Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern core to this book has been a, uh, a like 180 change. We're getting into more of weirdness, which is great. Uh, he actually is a star, you know, a, a space cop, which I think is more interesting than him being this big superhero. He's actually doing cop cop work, um, police work. It, I'm, I'm actually quite interested in this book. I'm just wondering uh, how much weirder can this book get? And I'm guessing, uh, knowing Grant Morrison, it can get as weird as he wants it to get. And the nice thing is that this book doesn't have to tie into anything. It literally can be its own thing. And that's what I appreciate about it.
0: And if you had him in reading Green Lanterns at the beginning, no worries. Pick up where Graham Morrison starts. Uh, turns out he wasn't reading from the beginning either. So I just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but it just didn't uh, have to do anything with what we've been reading for the last two years. So <laughs> go ahead and just pick it up and you can uh, jump on board. So um, Young Justice number three, Brian Michael Bennis, Victor Bondogovich, Patrick Gleason also. uh, Garrett, what do you think the Young Justice crew uh, back together and on this book, three issues in Venice?
2: Um, I think this book is a lot of fun. Like That's all I expect out of this book. I really like the characters. Um, Patrick Wheaton, I'm always a huge fan of that. Um, But I think this Wonder Comics line is very fresh, and I think it's going to be really nice for new readers, especially probably younger adult readers, obviously, uh, or younger kids. Uh, this is a good place to get into comics um, because it is, you know, all ages. But um, I think, you know, I remember as a kid watching Teen Titans, I think Young Justice is going to be kind of that gateway for those kids in the comics, hopefully, if they get
1: access to it. I got a question for you. Is this cover for number three the same cover they had for number one? Or is this just an old cover that they're not showing the real cover? Because this looks... Ridiculously almost as close to number one as it was to begin with. I just like all the covers look the same and it bugs me.
2: I can't see the cover right now, but
0: yeah, you I can't confirm go. or deny. Oh, Jesus. Um, Amazing Spider Man number 16.hu, Nick Spencer, uh, Ian Calello. What do we think, Alex? Amazing Spider Man, The Hunted starts here.
1: I am super excited to get into this book. I am actually still three issues behind. My books are here. I'm ready to read them. I just haven't gotten to them yet. Uh, I cannot wait to jump into this hunted realm and to see uh, if my boy Craven the Hunter really can kill the spider. I'm ready for it. Bring it. You know what? I want this book to be renamed "The Amazing Craven the Hunter." Boom, sold. I'd buy every issue ever made.
0: Uh, Cosmic Ghostwriter: Stories Marvel History Number One of Six. Paul Shear, Nick. Giovente, Vente, Sandoval Uh Looks like this is just a little mini, uh, kind of in vain of Deadpool kills Marvel Universe. This is uh, Ghost Rider destroys Marvel history. Um, probably it's not for me, I don't think. But looks interesting. Who knows? If, you, if that looks interesting to you, go ahead and pick it up. Uh, Deadpool number 10, Scotty Young and Scott Hepburn. Uh, Garrett, how's Deadpool been so far?
1: I don't get it anymore.
0: Oh, okay. That answers that. Alex, do you get this book?
1: I, I do get it, but I am actually very, very behind on it. I haven't made the the effort to get caught up. I got caught up on other things. Not this book. Well, that still. I am still getting it.
0: Okay. In Board of Hulk, number 14, Al Ewing, Kyle Holtz, Alex Ross, right on the cover. Actually, pretty beautiful cover there. Uh, cover there. Betty Ross is going through a lot. She's having a family crisis. Her employers won't pick up the phone Ant, okay, first off, Marvel, not bullet points. Right away, you can't start a bullet point with an ant. That means it continues the last one. All right, I'm not reading those anymore. Uh, Garrett, what do we think, Uh, Immortal Hulk? We got Hulk on the cover. We got uh, Nuke going off. We got uh, Bruce Banner and uh, Betty hugging in the front. What do we think?
2: Um, I think we're at a great point in this series right now where um, Hulk's made it out of hell. Um, His father, you know kind of underestimated who Hulk was, um, in Hell because he did basically defeat him. Um, this book, like the art style is amazing. Uh, do you say Joe Bennett's on this one? No. Can't see. No, well, that's unfortunate, but, um, I know that like, uh, dealing with maybe Thunderbolt Ross being dead stands the Captain America book. um, Betty being in the book is really exciting because it's very rare to see Bruce and Betty together. Um, you know, this is a Hulk book. Um, but it is really fun. I mean, it's got that horror aspect to it. Uh, Hulk can be very terrifying. Um, and the fear that Bruce Banner expels about not wanting to be Hulk is makes this book just as much a horror as anything else. So. Uh,
0: Killmonger 5 of 5, the conclusion own your name. His family is dead. A few friends he's made are dead and his lover is about to be. There is nothing left of the boy named Jen uh, Nanjanka. Is that how you say it? Now there's only vengeance to come. Brian Hill and Juan Ferreira bring Eric Killmonger to the edge and he's not coming back. Uh, Marvel, I don't understand. If the last one had bullets, this one doesn't have bullets. Pick a side, goddammit. Um, what do we think, Alex <laughs> Killmonger? Are you keeping up with that book? Uh,
1: of course not. But I've actually really enjoyed Killmonger. This is one of those characters that I was introduced to from Black Panther the movie, which, of course, won three Oscars, so bravo to them. Way to give me a great character that I love. Um, I'm excited to see if, hopefully, this gives me that more back-building back, back building, um, content for him, so that when we see him in Black Panther, the actually ongoing book, we can see how much of a badass he is, and not just from the movies, but in the source material as well so i'm i'm all for this i'm glad to see that this is a a solid uh five out of five boom so one
0: robbie thompson nico H- uh hentrion marcus martin right on that cover meet the scrolls one of five who do you trust the warners are your typical family dad works at stark mom works at center's office jennifer and alice Our students at Samford High School. The only thing that makes them different is that they're shape shifting scrolls and have infiltrated our society to pave a way for a scroll invasion. Robbie Thompson and Nico Hitchron bring the Marvel Universe down to Earth with a bold new look at the scrolls that will test even your loyalty. Uh, Looks like kind of like a vision take on scrolls, so we'll see there. I, I would assume. We're going to find out that we like these guys, and we don't want them to be the bad guys. So, it uh, looks interesting. So, if you're looking for a new book, that's a different take. Scrolls. Meet the Scrolls. Um, I just want to bring this one up. If you listen to uh, last week's show, you see uh, we talked about Uncanny X-Men number 13, Matthew Rosenberg, and Salvador La Rocha. Uh, that cover makes me really want to read this book, but I don't know. Am I being tricked? I think so. But uh, we'll see. It looks good, though. But maybe it might be too much for me. Uh, Finally, the last book I saw on here from Boom Studios, Ronin Island, number one, Greg Pak, uh, Janias Milogianas, after a mysterious attack wipes out major cities of 19th century Japan, Korea, and China, survivors from all three lands find refuge on a hidden island and build a new society. Hannah, the orphan daughter of Korean peasants, and Kenichi, uh, Ken-chi, uh, son of a great samurai leader, have little in common except a mutual disdain for the other. But these young warriors will have to work together when an army invades the island with shocking news. There's a new shogun, and the island is expected to pay... F- uh, Felthly in exchange for protection from the new enemy, a uh, mutated horde that threatens to wipe out all of humanity. Uh, the art looks fantastic, and it's by Greg Pak, who uh, has been fairly decent re- recently, right, Garrett, with the uh do you?
2: Yeah, incredible.
0: So, I uh, was looking at the preview here, doesn't look half bad. Uh, might be something to check out if you're a little light this week. So, uh, Alex, what do we think? Well, the book's coming out this week. What does look like uh, going to be your pick here?
1: I think I'm going to choose uh, paper girls. Number 26. We've been on uh, a hiatus for quite some time. I'm excited to get back into this book. Uh, and again, like see if we can get Brian K Vaughn and cliff chain to finish up this book nicely, at least start the last arc. Very strong. Is my hope. Garrett, what do we think?
2: Uh, I'm going to go with Adventures of the super sons. Um, I've loved every single issue of it. i think something really fresh about that book. Um, and I can't believe we're almost to the last third of that storyline.
0: Uh, I'm going to go Batman 66 because I love Adam West. Just kidding again. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, Doomsday Clock number nine, probably, out of 12. G- Gary Frank, uh, Jeff Johns can't get enough of it. So I'm excited to see where that story goes. It is uh, a story that so far I have not expected where it's going, and I'm enjoying it so far. I do know either in this issue or the next issue, we have JSA coming in, so we're going to see a little JSA action, so. Me, excites me. We'll see where we go. Alex, a question. Today, you know what? It wasn't that bad besides the wind. I saw some snow melting, but then that wind's a little cold, cuts it down. I uh, see by next, uh, by Saturday, about close to 40 chance of rain or snow. Uh, what do we think? What's happening? Are we nearing spring? Is it coming?
1: Well, you know, as, as you said at the beginning of the show, uh, March came in like a lion. Uh, that means lions are mean. And so, obviously, we got all this cold. uh, It's frosty. But I will let you know, it looks like it could be at least above 32. And for those who don't know, 32 is freezing. So, anything above means more snow will melt. Like you said, if it rains a little bit, though, odds are pretty good you're going to get some ice. It's going to be a little slick out there. So, throw some of that salt out there so you got some good traction. Uh, Maybe get your snow dogs back out of their kennels so you can, you know, run through that ice safely. Uh, Just be prepared. Because you never know where we live, at least in the Midwest. Uh, crap happens every day. And by crap, I mean weather. So be careful.
0: Saturday, it says 35 chance of partic- uh, excuse me, participation. Precipitation is 90% snow before noon and then rain and snow. So that's was saying. You might get some ice. You might get some snow. Uh, Karen, I'm wondering here, the snow, as it melts, I do notice more and more potholes. So, so I jumped across one today that you would have thought it was in the uh, good old General Lee there, um, jumping over that thing. Um, uh, Made it safely on the other side, but uh, that thing's going to kill somebody. Uh, What do we think about these roads? How are they doing?
2: Uh, I think the roads, you know, don't get misled because when the snow melts, it creates water and those waters will make the road seem like it's flat unless you can see the reflection of the sun, but it's winter, so you won't see the sun that much. Um, but as far as it goes to your comic book shop, uh, there's a lot of good books this week. I don't think there's any ones that I'm like, you know, there's like doomsday clock, some black hammer, but there's like nothing that's like gold on the shelf. I feel that's just going to be a stockpile with just tens all around. So you got some time, you know, you can get up, get a little coffee in you, work your way to your shop or click that button on your tablet and, uh, start reading some books
0: and plus uh read your books then the next day we got captain marvel see the next entry in the marvel studio saga and uh get ready for that avengers movie uh you think we get a trailer with that captain marvel
1: maybe so
0: oh yeah we haven't actually got a full trailer so that's possible uh we'll be there this week we'll talk about it on the show uh we're gonna be munching on some popcorn uh garrett's probably gonna have a kazoozle. um Alex is probably just going to sit there and act like uh, he can't eat. He's too good to eat in front of the movie theater and I'll feel bad and go get him some M&M's. So that's how it always works out. Uh, Score. <laughs> for Wednesday Comics, I've been
1: Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey everyone, stay warm and keep reading those books.